Great. Okay. Talk Recorded live. Okay. I realized something that. Okay. Did you try to listen by any chance uh, to our uh, our recording session? I have not had a chance to yet. No. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I just I guess that I got a technology a tech glitch, and the last one that I was so proud that we were recording somehow we didn't. So I'm making oh, triple no. sure. Yes, I'm making really triple sure that this one is going to be recorded, and uh, I hope that um, I you know from here forward it's not going to be an issue. Yeah, I know. So and I want to. I really apologize for that. We're going to be covering and repeating uh, everything that we talked about. So I, I don't worry about it. I'll, um, I'll make it up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean that's, that's honestly the one I probably would have wanted to listen to, but uh, yes, that's, that's fine. Okay, absolutely right. That was definitely one that was important to to listen again. So um, you're driving or you're in the car. I am, but I can pull over. I just wanted, I was at uh, a remote office today, and okay. um, I just wanted to get away from the office um, uh, so I can pull over in a second here. Um, sure. And just, is uh, it, we, we should figure out a way. It, would you, wouldn't you be a lot more comfortable to be to be home like you'll be in your apartment or, you know, wherever um, in order to, to have the sessions other than the car, or is it? Cause I'm just feeling that it would be really good for you to be able to like move, and you know, if you need to, you know, punch something or scream or whatever it might be, that you have that possibility instead of being in the car. I know that it's challenging with your schedule, but um, do you think that that would add to it, or not necessarily? Um, I, I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I. I think at this point we're just trying to squeeze in time when we can to keep making progress. So, you know, that means I'm going to be a little bit, you know, at the whims of my travel schedule. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, I guess ideally, you know, uh, ideally we would do it, you know, time of day and place that, uh, you know, gave me the optimum chance. Um, you know, but I, I at this point, I don't know how to how to get that scheduled correctly. So of course, yeah, yeah. So here we are. Let me know when you park and what has been going on. How how are you doing? What has been like these last few days? Um, yeah, I'm pulling off now. Um, uh, it's been good. I uh, yeah, I had a good weekend. I um. You know, I got to spend time with my son, you know, for a couple of days. So, you know, that was uh, positive. Um, I uh, I went, um, I wrote down a bunch of stuff uh, about my uh, ex-wife on that whole hatred exercise. And then um, I actually went. Boxing last night. Yay! Yeah, and I, uh, I told my boxing coach. I said, "Listen, I need to do something." I told him a little bit about what we're doing, and um, I said, "I want to hit the heavy bag, you know, which is like a, um, 
I'm sure you know what it is. But uh, <laughs> I, I said I want to do it, you know, three times because um, I got three little exercises I need to do. Um, so I I didn't scream or yell, but I was, you know, allowing myself to to visualize and punch uh, based on, you know, the three people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was uh, fascinating, to say the least. Um, so I had a couple of takeaways. Uh, first of all, he said I punched harder than anybody he's ever had there, and he's been training for 25 years. <laughs> Good for you. Awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, so that was interesting. Um, and uh, and um, you know, you know what I why that is. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that is gonna be a tiny bit disappointing and really really good. Okay, the tiny disappointing piece, Jim, is that it has nothing to do with your strength. I mean, you have, of course, physically you're fabulous. Okay, I'm not taking I'm not talking about that, but you were connected with energy. And energy is a lot more powerful than anything. Do you well, know what I mean? Said. He yes. said the same thing. Yeah. Yes. And that's why when I help with performance, when I help athletes in performance, it's not about their bodies. It's about what is the energy that is running in them, in their minds and their emotions, that are going to actually really help their bodies achieve what they want. Right. Which makes all the sense in the world to me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so that, I mean, that was, uh, good. I mean, I, I had a couple things. One is I, I couldn't really breathe. Like I, yeah. um, you know, so it was obviously very, um, physically demanding, but also, um, uh, like I, I, I think there was some, you know, kind of some, some emotional reactions happening too mm-hmm. when I was done. Um, uh, I had, um, uh, uh, like all, uh, almost like an emotional response, uh, like mm-hmm. I was sitting down and like, I felt, um, you know, almost like, uh, like the, the feeling you get before you cry, but like yeah. from way, way down deep inside. Yes. And then I wanted to throw up. Yes. Afterwards. Which was interesting. Yes. yes. Um, so as you so I, as you're telling me these, I would like you to start tapping. Just tap through the point. Just okay. just as you tell me. So I thought that was fascinating, and then um, uh, I had two, you know, c- kind of things that surprised me. With my mom, it was, you know, why did you leave me alone? Was the overwhelming thing that came out of me. Um, and uh, with uh, that guy at work, um, it was you're a coward because I uh, it wasn't as much as how he treated me while I was there. It's t- towards the end of my career, he didn't do anything to protect me or help me. So, mm. so those were two what I would call new realizations that I yeah. um, I hadn't consciously had before doing it. Yeah. So, so then I got into my car and I went to to leave, and uh, and I tried to scream and I couldn't scream. 
Um, like I, um, like I could raise my voice, but I, like I, I couldn't. Um, I almost blocked myself from screaming. Is I guess the way I would describe it. Um, and so I guess I was just a little bit surprised uh, by that as well. Okay. Uh, and in general, do you have any trouble screaming? Would you say that you have? Is that something that happens? Um, I, I don't. I don't a lot. I, I don't. Um, my uh, the boxing coach was asking me some of the same stuff, and I, you know, generally I was taught not to be angry. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so one of the things that happens, and that's why, um, and you're tapping, right? I am. Good, wonderful. So one of the things that happens, and when that's uh, the reaction, if you would have um, either allowed yourself or you had felt able to cry, um, that would have released a lot, um, and possibly because that, because uh, you didn't, right? You felt like it, but it didn't quite go there. That's right. Right. So um, your body, one of the things that happens, the vomiting or the wanting to or even the nausea, did you get to actually throw up or not really? No, I did not. Okay. So um, everything that is connected with our solar plexus has to do with our identity. And that is, you know, I can give you more information, but basically that's where the, the, the space or the energetic home of our identities in our solar plexus. When we break a vow, and you have had a vow never to be angry, that is going to start reacting because it's going to, it's going to start questioning at an energetic level, who the heck am I? And now that I've done that and I broke a vow, who, you know, who am I going to be? And until now, this is how my life has been but this is not okay. So it's a very visceral, you know, it, it sometimes is not, um, it doesn't come into your awareness. You have the physical sensation. But whenever you're going you're gonna to transform, in order to transform, you're going to start making, breaking vows, which have been there, they're in a completely subconscious way, and those are the ones that are keeping you functioning at the in the way that you function in your life until today. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So the mo- it's going to be a process, and it's going to be a dual process when together we're going to start doing some anger work starting today, and then on your own I'm going to give you a difference. That you could continue. I would love you to continue with your punching and, you know, as, as comfortable as you feel but it's going to have a dual purpose. We're going to do, we're going to work on the anger, releasing all that anger and the tension that you have been storing for a very long time. And also we're going to start building, building this different, this different part of you that is interested in really, like it's really uh, more than interested, it's such a mild word, is really craving acceptance from you, first from you, and is this, you know, all the filters that you have had that are coming from different people in your life. But is you know, because the, the end result is that you are at peace with yourself. 
okay? Yep. So, did you, how was your, and when did these take place? When did you actually, the function was last night? Yes, it was. Okay. And did you, did you actually get to do anything at all? Did you any, even punch a pillow or anything at all before seeing your son this weekend or anything? Or you were just on cruising mode? No, I wrote, I wrote out some of the hatred stuff um, against my ex-wife, but I didn't do any other punching things until last night. Okay. And uh, did you just write, did you write on like, uh, did you type it or did you? Did you choose? Tell me. Tell me about. It. I'm curious why uh, you didn't send it to me. Oh, I just I literally was sitting on my deck and I wrote it in a journal. I keep okay. a little bit of a journal. Um, I'm yeah. happy to type it up and send it to you. Um, you don't have to tape. You actually don't even have to tape it. I mean, um, how would it be? The, the the reason that I would encourage you to you can just take pictures and and uh, email it. You know, so you don't have to like type everything. I know you that time okay. that. That would take time, so you don't have to do that. I have clients that, and I can just get the gist of it. The big piece is that it's not a secret. See, the connection that we're building here is that this is your first experiment of being seen for all of who you are and to feel accepted by who you are. And I know that I'm a a stranger, and yet uh, that's where we start taking risks. Right, because uh, this part of you is a part of you that has been present for a very long time, and of course you have showed it to you know to your girlfriend, your children, your ex, people, and you know at work, but not in a conscious way. Right. Yep. So it's about like okay, this is what would be like if you were to tell me your worst secret. That's the kind of thing that. I want to invite you to explore because then you don't have to actually, one, secrets hold a lot of power and they really can drain your energy, making you really anxious, being very like, you know, it's like you have to control so much when you're keeping something from people. When things are out in the open, it's like, this is what it is, people, this is what it is. Sometimes I can be fabulous. Sometimes I'm a total mess. And that is going to give you a level of freedom that I don't think you've ever experienced in your life. Can you give me an example? Of course. Let's say, well, actually, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. So what would be something that you would never, ever want either your girlfriend, your children, or you, the people that you work with know about you. I mean, they know what I want them to know. So, <laughs> um. Exactly. They know what you want them to know. But what is it? What is the one thing? There may be one or two things that you would never, you would never want anybody to know. I don't even know how to answer that question. Um, Do you have any really um, 
negative thoughts or things that when you're being furious at someone, things that you you wanted to do to them. That kind of thing I'm talking about. You have you don't have any anything at all in your life that you have done that you would want people to know? No, not really. Really? I'm actually really surprised, Jim. So, would you say that your your girlfriend knows uh, like your deepest secrets about even things that are there's nothing at all that you're keeping secret because you feel like it would be um, yeah. Hurtful? I mean, I think there's. I mean, I um, with her, I think it's sometimes she can be very selfish. Uh, and. Um, You know, I, uh, you know, I, I, um, I, I, maybe with all of them, I, what I would say is I dream of a much simpler life than I have right now. You know, um, you know, a relationship that's just based on kind of having fun and being relaxed and enjoying the day and, um, you know, wearing flip-flops every day and wandering around the beach and, uh, you know, drinking beer at lunch because I can. Um, you know, just a much simpler, healthier, more relaxed life would be probably the biggest secret. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know... Um, so will the secret be that you actually, there's times that you absolutely hate your job? Yeah, I mean, I, um, I hate. I think probably the secret is I hate my life. I mean, I, uh-huh. um, you know, I, um, I think the life I'm living is the life everybody else wanted me to live, and I, I hate it and resent it. Okay. You know, and that includes, you know, every time, you know, my you know, girlfriend, you know, has a meeting and, you know, or, you know, is is tired and, you know, can't go out to dinner or, you know, whatever else. And, you know, you know, she complains about financial stuff or whatever else, you know, to me, um, you know, those things feel like burdens to me, um, you know, because I, you know, I don't want any of that. Right, and I, I'm trying to work my way away from that, not go further towards it. So I think there's a lot of kind of littler secrets within it. Um, you know what I mean? Like things that you know I probably put up with or don't say that I should. Um, but so she's like, so is it because? Um, so this, it is interesting. So. She has a meeting and she's too tired, so she cannot go to uh, to dinner with you or something like that. And then she's complaining about the meeting, or she's complaining that her finances are not good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I it's probably a poor example, but you know, so you know, she gets stuck in it. We we had plans to get together at five thirty. You know, I'm there. You know, she gets stuck in a meeting till seven. Mm. You know, she. She, you know, she eats too much in the meeting. You know, they have cookies or whatever. Then she doesn't want to go out to dinner. You know, she wants to go for a walk. You know, she doesn't, 
you know, feel good. And then, in, you know, in the course of the walk, you know, she's, you know, complaining about, you know, money or, you know, the her company's going public, so there's a lot of financial crap going on with it. You know, so she's complaining about everything else, right? And, you know, meanwhile, I spent my entire day, you know, trying to make myself feel better, right, and trying to survive, you know, this pile of crap that I live in, you know, and then you go and you get another pile of crap put on the table, right? And in a weird way, the same thing with, you know, my parents, right? Yeah. My parents that's, you know, complaining about, you know, that something broke at the lake or the boat broke or whatever else. And um, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, so is there any is there any piece where you feel like uh, is it just complaining or is there any piece that in some way there complaining, especially when it comes to finances, because they want you to help them. Is there any piece of that? I don't think so, uh, genuinely. Okay. Um, it, uh, what I can tell you is it doesn't always feel that way, meaning, you know, in the moment, it, it shows up in me as additional responsibility that I'm supposed to take. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's more my nature you know, as somebody that's um, kind of helpful and, you know, g- generically wants other people to feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's hard for me to say, you know, with all due respect, I, I just, you know, I, ca- I can't even help you emotionally right now because of where I'm at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that that is challenging to do, given who you are. And, uh, yes, absolutely. So maybe a, a better way to articulate the secret is, like, I, I dream about a simpler life. Like, I don't just mm. hate my life. I, um, you know, I can honestly say nine out of ten days, I hate what I have to do to live my life. And so that makes you, you know, think about a better way in a very aspirational state. Yeah. Okay. And what are the pieces that you actually, so the nine out of the, you know, nine out of ten days that you hate what you have to do, the, what, is, what are the pieces that are really like, you know, troublesome, that you really just, like, loathe? What is it? Um, I just say driving, traffic, Mm -hmm. um, you know, playing a role, you know, whether it's at work or in my relationship, you know, um, you know, the, the, um, some of the administrative crap I got to do, mm-hmm. you know, the financial burdens that I've signed up for, Yeah, you know, that I got to work my way out of. I mean, I can just, I can work my way down the list. Right. But it's, um, and is this regarding your ex? What's that? Is this the, 
the financial burden that you signed up for is is regarding your ex, or is that what it's about? Or yeah, I mean it's the biggest one. I mean I can't, you know, for the next six years I'm stuck. Okay. Because of all the the things you have to pay, is so that divorce, I got to pay off the divorce contract. You have sorry, I couldn't hear then. I have to pay off the divorce contract. I see. I see. Okay. And that is going to take at least another six years. If I'm lucky. Okay. I mean, that's technically when the alimony's over. That's mm-hmm. the majority of the financial burden. Yeah. And that, you know, my, and both my kids will be in college when that's over. So, um, you know, so technically I got more burdens than that, but that's the biggest one I hate just because it feels wasteful to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I hope you, you, you're not driving, right? No. Okay. You're still tapping? Yeah. Okay. So I just have to go in four, if you remember, I got to go in four minutes. Today, Laura. I, no, I didn't minutes. know. I didn't know yeah. at all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry about that. So, so then let me tell you. No, I had no idea. You have to continue driving, or you have to actually go. You have to call someone. I have a call. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then, let me tell you what the assignment I mean, is. You want, these you want me to do? You want me to delay it by 15 minutes? You can you do that? Yeah. Yeah, that would be great actually, because then we can actually talk leisurely about what is it that needs to happen before we meet again. Okay. You need to contact someone. I can wait. I'm just sending an email, yeah. Okay. Okay. Done. Okay. Good. Okay. So let's do two things. The first thing is, where are you at right now? What is happening for you? Like, you know, I want you to actually close your eyes for a second. You can stop stop tapping. And I want you to look at like a body scan. Like, what is happening right now? I know there's a lot going on. You're going to have to get in this call in 15 minutes. But just what is going on? Um, I, I think I'm more peaceful than I have been in a long time, honestly. Okay. Um um, you know, I don't feel as heavy. I probably got a little bit of, um, uh, like intensity, but more like thinking intensity, like, um, my brows furrowed, like I'm almost surprised by some of the things I'm saying. Um, but it's, my body feels lighter probably, okay. uh, than it has in a while. Um, So uh, I would say um, I, I would say that's um, that's it. I, I'm uh, if I'm being honest, I'm a little worried about um, this relationship I'm in and how to deal with it. Um, but okay, and that's that's very important. So, what is the emotion that is present? 
is it is it worried or just um I don't so can I give you my gut instinct? Of course, that's all that's that's the <laughs> always. Um so my gut is I need to do this alone. Mm, okay. Yeah. And and I don't know why. I I mean what I'm hesitant to say it because like that's my pattern is to go into my cave and be alone and you know um you know avoid um you know, you know reaching out to people or asking for help or all that mm-hmm. but at the same time um if I'm hurting myself or changing the trajectory of my progress because I'm still trying to play a role in the relationship, that doesn't work either. So I just, I don't know how to manage the difference between those two things. Well, one of the things that I want to respond to that, and Jim, I think it would be really important, doesn't have to happen right away, but have a conversation with is Jennifer, right? Jennifer? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, where you feel, when when you feel that you can be honest, you I don't know if you're there yet in the sense of like how to express to her what's happening for you and that you may not be as available as you figure things out and that you are going to reach out if you feel the need for connection, but you're going through something that is really shifting a few things for you. And that sometimes what makes... And I, I would like you to actually really go deeper into, like, what is it about doing it alone that feels safer? Is it because you think that you may unearth and more anger and you don't want her around for that, so you want to protect her? Or is it because you don't want the burden of her emotional needs at this time? You want to take care of your own? You know, there are different reasons. I will invite you to journal about that. You can just, um, you know, again, you can type type something and send me. You can actually, you know, you can even do a Telegram version or you can just take a photo and send it to me if it's legible enough. Um, I would like to talk more about this piece. In the meantime, you could just, you know, start just considering what is this need to put some distance about. My sense is that because you have the secondary, you have a primary part of you that is a charismatic leader and forcer, your secondary is a team player. And the team player can turn into people pleaser when you're in defense, which is where you have been for a long time. And you're going to be doing something for others because that's who you are, but you're going to resent it. And it's very hard for you to say no. Saying no is really hard, right? Uh, Yes, it is. Yeah. So distancing yourself seems like the only option when you really cannot say no. Uh, And all of that, once you get more of a hold of, you know, get to know yourself more, it's going to be easier to communicate where you're coming from. You're going to be able to understand it better or not but it's going to be very important. It's going to give you further information. Now, all of these needs to happen from a place where you're centered. You're not reactive, and you're prepared for her to be reactive because she may actually start throwing things at you that are going to hook you into either pleasing, being you know, soothing, or into anger. And you need to be really prepared 
So you don't react, but you just, you know, express yourself. Because um, whenever somebody goes into anger, we automatically, it's like we shut them out. You can be present there and you can listen, but you're not really hearing. You're not letting in what is really happening. Um, yeah. So it's very important to have that conversation from that place. So one of the things that I would like you to start considering is notice the ways in which you're really good about saying no. There are ways in which you say no to things. Like you gave me a very simple example, a very powerful one. You say no to beer at lunch because you know you need to function after in the afternoon. So you are saying no to something that you may want because you have the ability to say no. It's just sometimes translating that skill into different arenas, okay? Yep. And the one thing is that these, these is definitely being recorded and I would really like you to listen to at least these last 15 minutes because this is where your assignments are going to be and I really want you to do that. So the first thing that is going to be a very important assignment, and you've already been doing it. So one is the punching. If for whatever reason you don't have a gym nearby, you're at a hotel or you're at home, whatever it may be, just grab a few pillows. Put them on the couch. Just go for it. You know? Just, yeah, it's um, I'm, I'm, uh, I told, you know, this guy that I wanted to uh, do what I did last night two to three times a week. And he told me I could use the gym anytime I wanted, and awesome. um, so I, I'm pretty well set up there. And I, I do think for whatever reason, setting it up with the physical, like the, uh, it helps me because it, um, uh, it is an energy flow thing. So absolutely, you know, no, I support you fully. I was just sometimes you travel, so if that's not an option, I wanted you to say, don't. It's not about not doing it. It's just continue to do it in a way that still works. Yep. Absolutely, no. And the other thing, which is, may sound counterintuitive and is going to be even more challenging, is that I want you to start creating a different section in your journal. It could be that sometimes I do that. I turn the, I flip the book around and I start on the back, where I want you to list everything, everything. Like you can be super specific, super simple, things that you appreciate about yourself. Anything okay. and everything. You can start with the color of your hair to your toenail. I don't care. Just everything that you can think of, just list it. Until you can. You're going to do these in three sittings. So you're going to sit, write as much as you can, as much as you see, you know, as you're able to, whatever it comes up. Second time, I want you to, like, read it and add whatever is not there. Let it be. Two, you know, one or two days later, come back and do the same. Okay, and then we're going to add a second piece to that, but that's going to be that for now. Um, and when are we going to meet again? Um, what about uh, next Tuesday? Monday and Tuesday next week are really not good. I'm sorry. I could do I could do Wednesday. Wednesday and Thursday afternoon are open. I don't know if that's an option at all. 
And I believe I still have some time available this Friday. I know it might be too soon, but that is up to you. Um, let's try next Wednesday. What time do you have? Um, we can do 10. Uh, do you have anything in the after? Uh, hang on. Hold on. 10 o'clock is fine. 10 o'clock it is? It, it's fine? Yeah. Okay. We could do earlier if that would ensure that you're home. Would that be a possibility or not really? Um, I have an 8.30 at the office. Okay. So, okay. so yeah. yeah. Okay, that's all right. And I think that we're starting a new... You know what? Do you want me to just send you an invoice for, I don't know, let's say like six or nine sessions and just leave yes, it like that? Yeah, I'm going to do yeah. that so we don't have to like keep on going. That makes a lot of sense. I'll tell Christina to do that. Good. Okay. Any questions about what we talked today or anything that needs to happen? Do you have any observations on, um, you know, on just the last session? Like, did you think about anything from last time that you thought would be useful for me? You know, so the kind of the way I, you know, I'm characterizing it in my own mind is I kind of have my story. Right, and, you know, now I'm trying to get at the root of the hate um, and the anger, and I'm, you know, I guess allowing myself to, to feel things I haven't felt before, you know, but I guess I'm just wondering in the big picture, like, what your perspective is on everything. So th that's a fabulous question, and I totally, I, I appreciate it. So my take is this. You were born with a charismatic leader energy. And and I'm one as well, so I know what it's like. And we are incredibly sensitive to um, criticism, and especially if anybody damages us in our power, if we, you know, just like which happens to almost every child, you know, it's like part of life. But when there's unfairness attached to it, we get furious. We know it's not okay. It's been unfair and we just hold that grudge as much as we can. We can it can totally be sub, submerge itself so you're not aware and you just cruise along through your childhood years, but at one point or another, it's going to come up. So your story makes a lot of sense to me, which is that you had to like cruise along and you became the team player, which is your secondary, to really survive your childhood with parents that were not very available to you that were highly critical, not available, and as a team as a team player, which I'll talk to you more about next time, um, it's much easier because a team player is a lot more acceptable. You're part of everybody, you know, part of the team and you're gonna really try to comply, you wanna try to please. On the other hand, you actually had to completely submerge this intense part of you that is really needing to be seen, accepted and really loved for who you are. I mean, to the point where you are need to you need to be seen as special, important, you know, charismatic. You're a leader, and you're really good at what you do, and you need to show us because you're here to lead, and you did not you were you didn't you didn't have a place to do that. So how I see your story is that your hatred comes you you completely stuffed it. Uh, and, of course, it was directed in a very subconscious way to mom for being mean, mean, to dad for not defending you and being there. Ultimately, it goes back to God 
and as an adult, it goes back to you. How you know how how did you allow yourself to go through what you did, right? And it's so it's all about forgiving yourself, creating under understanding and empathy, creating understanding and empathy, and embracing all of who you are, embracing that shadow part of you. And I'm going to tell you about secrets. Um, something like, for example. I work with a client who, you know, I'm not, never going to tell you any other details, who he had uh, fantasies about, you know, touching girls. And uh, he would never, ever want to tell anybody. And at one point he actually touched, I think it was a, a friend of a sister's that had a sleepover and, you know, in the middle of the night went and touched, you know, touched her. And, you know, she was completely asleep. And he never, ever shared that with anybody because it was so shameful. But it was an intense, intense like fantasy, and in, you know, and it translated into an action. He felt terrible about himself, and that's the kind of thing that is almost like a little cancer within you. So that's what I was talking about secrets before. Um, okay. And there's a part of you that has been um, really, really hard trying to control this part of you that is the enforcer, the, the dark side of your charismatic leader. Because it can actually look like a monster at times. And you may want to do things or you may want to say things that are intensely hurtful and painful. And sometimes that brings a lot of shame. Sometimes we just deny it. We're not even in touch with it. But it doesn't mean that it's not there. So does this answer your question? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good. Um I do you need also to do you need to have I shall like you send uh send you the link again of how to listen to the audios? Yeah, and um can you have her uh send me the link to that test again? The one thing I just remembered is I want to take that test. Yes, you want to take the test again. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'll ask her to send you the link to the audios. Um, the, the the exam and that's something fun and it's kind of cool to do with somebody else like if you wanted to do that with Jennifer or one of your kids even uh, it's really fun because there's going to be questions that are going to be tricky and it's always really cool to ask someone like you know am I you know am I like this is this is this sometimes it's, they're they're a little off so I would, I would encourage you to at least consider that you can do it on your own and see how it goes okay okay sounds good great yep. Uh, reach out and send me send me some notes. I will. Thank you. Okay. See you later. You're you're very welcome. Bye.